Hello all, I'm your host, Berenice Martinez, and you're listening to Talk of the Town, a podcast where we discuss topics pertaining to the beautiful city of Pomona in hopes to educate and stimulate conversation. In today's episode, we will be talking about the LGBTQ community. Today's special guest's name is Sam. Sam is a part of SEEDS here at Gente Organizada. Sam, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Samantha Zavalangulo. I have been a part of Gente Organizada and specifically the Pomona Students' Union for about two years now, um, going on three. I first started off with the Seeds of Pomona team, and then I joined Schools Not Prisons and Here in Queer. The schools that I've gone to were Mendoza Elementary, then Madison, and then Lopez, and then I graduated from Fremont Academy in 2020. So you mentioned something about Here in Queer. Um, Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Yeah, so Here in Queer um, is one of our newer campaigns, which focuses on creating safe spaces and advocacy for queer BIPOC of Pomona. Um, And you mentioned it was a brand new, uh, how long has it been around for? Do not quote me on it, but I think we started sometime late last year. You're a part of the LGBTQ plus community, correct? Yes. Would you mind talking a little bit about your experience? So growing up, um, in Pomona and in La Puente, there wasn't a lot of visibility for the LGBTQIA community. So when I was younger, I had no idea that you could be anything else. You know, you could identify like anything else. So it wasn't until I joined Gente and PSU and almost until we started here in Queer that I was comfortable with my identity, exploring it and, um, you know, being a part of the LGBTQIA community and now, you know, I identify as Shive, and uh, my sexuality is pansexual. Pansexuality is sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction towards people, regardless of their sex or gender identity. Personally, my experience as well, I am gray ace. Gray sexuals only experience sexual attraction some of the time, and sometimes not at all. It's one of those topics that you don't really hear about, mostly because people don't really believe asexual is a thing. And it's something I recently also discovered because I always thought it was weird. I'm not really physically attracted to like that, like most people are. Like It was kind of a shocking experience when I found out that, hey, you know, this actually is a thing. Like it's an actual topic. It's it's real, like you're, you're okay, you're valid. And when I found that, I kind of had like weird light bulb moment, if you can say. Um, I I just sat there and I was like, huh, well, I guess I'm not weird, and basically, and it was kind of, it was really enlightening. Do you believe that in Pomona, you do feel supported? I personally feel like it's barely happening, and even then, there's still a lot of backlash to it. Yeah, um, I feel like Pomona as a whole, I don't feel a lot of support from Pomona, like the city of Pomona but I'm so lucky to have found a space within Gente Organizada and here in Queer. And with this community, I do feel supported. But outside of that, I know that, you know, other organizations like the Pomona Pride Center exist. But when I see their advertisements or the events that they're having, I see it geared towards more older adults. And I myself am 20 and I'm not allowed to drink. Um, So it kind of makes it hard to become invested in those organizations. and we, we recently had the Love Wins event, which I didn't go to because I didn't see a lot of queer organizations putting it on and being at the forefront aside from one. So that really threw me off because I know that there are more orgs here that are supportive 
if not outright, they have a lot of members and I feel like they could have been invited and were not. I completely agree. I mean, I myself just found out that the Pomona Pride Center was a thing and apparently they've been around since like 2019 and I didn't know that. And I think part of the problem is that it's definitely not advertised. Social media is such a big presence nowadays that you find everything through social media. And I barely found out that there was a pride center here which really blew my mind because i was like why am i barely finding this out like why are people barely finding this i don't know what happened i don't know if they didn't have enough support in the community for it but it's something that should be more supported there's people like us where we just we need some resources we need to talk about like what we're going through and what the feelings that we're going through thinking we're weird and out not normal and i feel like these organizations are perfect for it but if we don't know anything about the organizations how can we talk about it and feel valid that's so important and I, I mean I completely agree I don't think there's enough support here in the city of Pomona yeah um, one of the things that threw me off was like we only had one event love wins mm -hmm. during June and to be quite frank I would have loved an event every week every week of June every maybe you know maybe every day is a little a little <laughs> bit too much but like at least every week celebrating different things celebrating different people within our community um I the pride flag was put up in Pomona the last week of June. Like to me, pride started, well, forever. Mm -hmm. Pride 365, you know? But like, it should have been the first thing, the first day, at least the first week, you know? I am so glad you said something because literally, first of all, it's an outdated flag. That's no longer the actual pride flag. Second of all, it was what, like the last two weeks of June? I'm really baffled at that. You, you want to supposedly support, but then you do kind of these type of things that makes me feel like you're being forced to support. No, it feels like the bare minimum and it's not something that should be planned a month ahead, like a month ahead, or it's something that should be in the regular programming ASAP. You know, it's not something that, oh, we have to make space for this. No, the space should be made and you should be ready June 1st, flag up ASAP. Our group was the only group amongst like four people, at least when I left. And they said they had a bigger group last year and I didn't even see any, any advertisements on social media except the one that was sent to me. And you wanna know the reason we waited? Yes, please. For the mayor of Pomona to get there. I'm sorry, how long did the event last? I have no idea. I didn't stay until the end, I had to leave for work. It was super upsetting and it was super disappointing. And like, you're just at loss, you're like dumbfounded. And you kind of laugh because you're like, <laughs> yeah. Because they can spend so much time and effort on other things, but when it comes to supporting the LGBT, it feels like a second thought. It really is. It, I mean, that's basically what it is. They didn't really care about putting the effort in this event that I didn't. Was it even open to the public? I think it was open to the public. And I mean, also, if it's an event that you want to make accessible to a lot of people, if you have some adults who are working their nine to five, have two events like in the morning a ceremony in the, in the evening so you can have everyone who's there you know it's not just one big event with the mayor there it you know you it's for the people see these are the type of things that people don't even know about like i didn't even know it was open to the public i didn't know that they were even going to do this type of event it's just kind of government doesn't work that slow so you have no excuse for half-assing these type of things I would like to know, like, have you experienced any negative topics, discussions, or anything like that here in Pomona? I think uh, since I've come out, not really. I have had to tell people, like, like a reminder, hey, like, I'm not straight, I'm pansexual. Um, so that's happened. Uh, but I really don't tell them I'm pe pansexual. I feel like usually the she-they does it for them. <laughs> you know, growing up, 
there wasn't a lot of visibility, but there was a lot of like dialogue and like unfortunately a lot of negative dialogue, mm -hmm. you know. And um, unfortunately, even I myself was subjected to it because there was a lack of understanding and a lack of education surrounding it. Um, and I think I don't have like any specific experiences that I'm like comfortable sharing, but for sure, for sure, there's been a lot of negative dialogue surrounding it and it continues like even within my own family. Do you believe that, you know, the topic of being an LGBTQ plus person should be discussed in school? Yeah. Um, I think that when it comes to parents, I feel like they have they have the power and they should have the power to shelter the kids from whatever they feel like. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to expanding that to the children, at the end of the day, all it is is education. I think it's such a disservice to ev like everyone when we're not talking about it. There's a lack of um, education, there's a lack of dialogue, and that's where misunderstandings grow from, from being afraid mm -hmm. and from not asking questions and that fear of being called out. If you're called out, that's fine. You know, that's why we're here. That's why you're talking about it because you wanna learn. But by being ignorant and not talking about it, not being willing to take feedback, you're just closing yourself off and you're closing everyone off. I think what people don't understand is like, the more that you censor things, the worse that it's gonna get. We need dialogue around these things, especially with youth. They're the most impressionable and they're the ones that are gonna be affected in the long run. And all you're really doing is just suppressing their voice, because honestly, once they grow up, they're gonna be who they wanna be. And instead of helping guide and helping, giving them a helping hand, all you're doing is really pushing them down into the hole. Ultimately, I really do wish that there was more accessibility and more programs that are known because we technically have them, but they're not as advertised as other organizations. My wish though is for the youth. I think adults are going to find their communities wherever they're going to find them, mm -hmm. um, especially if they have cars, especially if they're at, at a drinking age, you know, they're going to find them. But I think it's so much more harder for the youth. And I don't think, I know, you know, I'm youth. <laughs> um, I know it's so much more harder for us to have those conversations and those safe conversations, especially if you don't make it accessible to us. I feel like this topic is very is, is a topic that we definitely need to talk a lot more about here in Pomona and not filter it in any type of schools and have an open discussion with people about it. Do you want to let the audience know any last comments that you have? I think for starters, always um, live up to yourself. You know, be your dream person. Be who you want to be. Hopefully you don't end up hurting anyone in the process. Uh, live your life the way, you know, you think you should live it do not let any old people tell you how to live your life and have those conversations don't be afraid to be called out um, that's why we're all here to grow together um, and keep being about it thank you so much i really appreciate you coming on here and talking and you know giving your feedback and your point of view i believe that the audiences are i mean i really hope that they'll listen to the things we say and especially you since you're youth in pomona in the next episode, we'll be talking about arts and education in the city of Pomona. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.